Helmer, welcome to Courageous Conversations. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to see you again, Leanne. Yeah, absolutely. Good to see you too. Now you are in Sydney, but we'll get to that and why you're in town, why you escaped Melbourne a little bit later. But firstly, I mean, obviously the real estate industry know you very well as a trainer and speaker, and you've done a lot of work with, with Lang and Simmons, but certainly with agents around the country. Yep. But tell me, how did you get there? What's your early, you know, your early <laughs> career? What does that look like? Well, um, geez, I suppose, you know, I, I don't think I've lost the accent just yet, uh, man, but um, gosh, I've been in Australia now since 1996. So I've been here a long time. Um, I got into real estate in 1996 and, you know, sure enough, you arrive in a new country and why not go sell some real estate? So that yeah. was what I did. <laughs> I did that for about seven years. And then, you know, eventually I started to train real estate companies on how to do different things. And one thing led to another. And uh, I sort of partnered up at this, uh, at the time with this other guy. And so sort of that went for a couple of years. And then I started just said, this is what I'm going to do full time. And, and that's expanded out now past real estate. I work in all different industries and I've got a background in psychology and sociology as well. Okay. So I think combining all that with, you know, mindset, getting, you know, what success mindset really look like and what's the brain understanding how, how our brain works and then combining that with sales skill, you know, just, you know, I love an audience and I always have. So I found my, I found my calling. You're just a born show off, right? <laughs> a little bit, bro. <laughs> a little bit. And so, I mean, there's a lot of real estate agents out there that do a little bit of speaking and training. How did you transition from doing a little bit of speaking and training to, you know, this full-blown career? I think, I think because I had the, the different hook of psychology, neurolinguistic programming, sociology, um, I'd studied my neurolinguistics with, with a guy called Marvin Oka, who's a bit of a guru. And, and so I think I had a good story, you know, that, that yeah. didn't just keep me in real estate training, but actually expanded me out. I wrote a sales book and then that really opened things up for me as well in terms of, you know, working in all different industries. And, and that's just, that's going on now. I mean, I'm, I'm huge in hair care and skincare right now, Leanne. This is, uh, oh, well, I can, I can definitely tell you're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? I've done like three skincare conferences this year. So, um, but I mean, it literally it goes in, you know, all different industries. And of course, real estate is, is still number one, that in financial services probably go one, two. And, you know, just to, you know, I, I get it because I was in there and I know it, you know, I've been able to work with a lot of the, the top agents, both in America and Australia and New Zealand. And so you mentioned that you wrote a book and that's when things sort of really kicked up to the next level. How, how did you, what was your process behind writing that book? So the first book I wrote was called Stop Selling, right? And the idea behind it was that stop being such a salesperson and how to gain rapport. And I, I'd come up with this little circle of influence that I still use, actually. Um, and it, it was so simple. It was so simple. In fact, I, I remember when I, I, I wrote it, my oldest son was in, in year one, I think it's something like that when I wrote that book. And he, I still remember him going to school for show and tell and he brought the book and you know, he, was, <laughs> he comes home, he's like, dad, I read, I read your book to the class. And I was like, what do you mean? You showed him the cover. And he goes, no, no, no. I, uh, he goes, I read him the first page about how you met mom. And I was like, so clearly I, at that time I wrote at a first grade level. So, so <laughs> you <laughs> it was very simple ideas, but the simple ideas are effective. And, and I think, you know, over the years, you know, uh, the thing that people have 
have always said, I think, about me is that I'm able to take complicated ideas and simplify them so people can use them. And I think, yeah. I think that's one of the mistakes. A lot of trainers overcomplicate things. I think when you overcomplicate things, people can't take action. They get frozen. They get paralyzed. So I think my ability to make things simple has been, been a huge part of what I do. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've written how many books now? Well, Stop Selling, I sort of incorporated into the book um, How to Influence People, so, which is uh, still out today. So that I, I yep. sort of redid that and made that better. Um, and then I've, I've written three other books, which uh, uh, Cut the Noise, uh, I've just come out with The Simple Shift. And then, of course, Useful Belief, which um, has been, you know, I think is now what I'm known for. And, and, and that book is, uh, Wiley Publishing tells me that's now the highest selling uh, business book uh, going. So that's uh, pretty incredible. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. And so how long does it take you? What is your process when it comes to writing? That's funny, Leanne. I got asked this question on Facebook the other day. Somebody sent me a message. They're trying to write something. And I said, so with, um, with, with useful belief, I was locked in, I was in Canberra and I was locked in a, um, you know, basically just locked myself away in a hotel for four days and I, mm-hmm. and I smashed it out and I just had this idea and I wanted to go away and I, I was in Canberra for something else. And I, you know, I literally, I don't know if it was day or night between red wine and coffee, I just made it happen. And uh, in four days, I smashed this out. It was just awesome. That's amazing. Even in four days, amazing how much the story changed. I had this initial idea, because it's actually a fable. It's written as a story. So it's a short story. Yeah. So (laughs) it was just even amazing, like how what I originally went in with in my brain to write down. And as the story evolved, you know, just it was funny where, you know, the simple shift, which is my latest book, is, is sort of my favorite things to talk about in a lot of ways over my career and it's sort of a collection of not overcomplicating things but making a simple shift in our lives and and that probably took me a little longer that's probably about six months that I probably chipped away at that and it was sort of figuring out how I wanted that to sort of go so so I, I don't think I've got any one set thing so uh no pearls of wisdom for anyone there I think yeah <laughs> inspiration's uh inspiration's a funny thing and I, I think when you feel that level of inspiration you know you go with it it's it's really about taking action right it's just like just like everything in life i think it's really about taking action and i think yeah. you know and 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 that's a, a big part of useful belief in the simple shift is, is getting yourself you know and it's exciting right now with everything the agents are going through what everything businesses are going through because i'm in the right lane coming out of this covid time and, I, and you know i'm in the right lane helping people get their business going and i think mm-hmm. you know right now this is about there's going to be opportunities in the second half of this year or the first mm-hmm. half of the financial year. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's about making sure that we're seeing the opportunities. We're using our brain to identify that there are opportunities out there. So I'm really excited to be working with people and, and helping people through this time. Yeah, amazing. I haven't read The Simple Shift yet, but I will make sure that I do. because I'll I get you a copy, them. Leanne. Thank I'll you very much. <laughs> um, I did enjoy um, Useful Belief, because, and it's a concept that really resonates for me because a lot of the things that we talk about, a lot of things that we put out there just aren't useful. They're not going to move us forward. You can't change them. Can't um, change so, them. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, we're all dealing with a lot of those things at the, mo- <laughs> at the moment. Aren't we, though? <laughs> Every day seems to look different again, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but look, it, it, this has been huge. It's been put to the test during this time, Leanne. I mean, the, the bottom line yeah. is, you know, every day we, we get, and I'm talking a lot about stimulus response at the moment. We get hit every day with stimulus, you know, whether yeah. a premier says something, the, you know, prime minister says something, a health minister says something. And now, you know, and obviously dealing with the different states. And now Victoria's not doing open for inspections again. And, you know, mm-hmm. talking to all the different agents and there's just things they cannot control. And then yeah. within that, 
if you can't control it or won't change it, then you got to come up with a useful belief about it. And then you're going to be able to create your power. And, and this is about maintaining a level of power. And I think um, it's really been put to the test and it's uh, uh, amazing today. Oh, there you go. That was a motorcycle heading down the, uh, heading down. I'm in, I'm in a hotel in Bondi beach. So, you know, there's a lot of action going on. Life is tough. Tell me about how you felt and how you reacted and what you did at the beginning of COVID. Because obviously the majority of your business, or if not all of your business, is yeah. about face-to-face out there in conference rooms and, and boardrooms around the world, talking to people, inspiring people. How? Tell me about everything that happened back in March. Oh, man. I mean, I remember the day, March 12. You'll be able to say to me, March 12 in 20 years and I will know exactly what you're talking about. It's, I I was actually in Adelaide and I was in the Qantas lounge and I just finished a gig for um, the REA group. And I I, I was doing a public thing for agents in Adelaide. And I I remember it clear as day because I walked into the Qantas lounge and I looked up and on the TV, it said the NBA, the basketball league in America, the NBA had canceled their season. Uh, I was postponed this. And, and it was like, that sort of hit me at that point. Like I realized this is real. This is real, um, yeah. And I had 59 gigs ahead of me, which, you know, that, that's, I had a pretty nice six months lined up. And, um, All right. That's a lot. That's a lot of work, a lot of travel, but also a lot of money. A lot of money. To go literally have 59 gigs cancel in 72 hour period of time and to watch that just turn into, into smoke in, in now, some of them we were able to do some zoom and some of them we were able, you know, are still sitting on the other side of this and, you know, but there's no question it was, it's, it's been a huge hit and, and um, you know, zoom doesn't pay the same as a face to face conference. And, you know, so there's just some realities um, around it, but having said that, I, I, and, and, one of the things I've really tried to say to people is, is grief is a real thing and you are allowed to feel bad. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I just went like, it's okay. 59 gigs gone. That's all right. Cause I'm going to stay in a good mood. Like I, I don't want to. <laughs> I've got a useful belief around this. <laughs> I reserve, you know, and actually what, one of the things that, that really has come out of it, because I think a lot of people are dealing with this so differently and we have to be so respectful of everybody's position in terms of going through this. I mean, whether, you know, you've got elderly parents or whether you're, um, you know, it hasn't affected you at all. Or other people are like, I've learned to speak Spanish and play the cello. My life is perfect. Right. And then there's other people that are like, man, I had 59 gigs lined up and then went to zero. So, um, so what, but what I, what I really is come out of this for me is, is again, the reminder that grief is a part of any, process and you know the the process of of winning and and losing and the process of making sure that you go okay um i'm gonna allow myself to feel bad for a period of time and then at what point is it no longer useful and then that's the point where you go okay i've had my time right just to go didn't because i think the thing is and i think one of my realizations is 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 it wasn't my fault right i mean it's not like people were saying to me hey next year coronavirus you got to be prepared for it and it's not like i didn't do something that i was supposed to do Uh, you know it just was so now it's all right what are we gonna what's useful from here and i mean look at us you know we all learned how to use zoom and how to use zoom effectively and that's going to change things for 
forever. I mean, I, that'll never replace the energy of a face-to-face, -face, you know, uh, but I definitely did that. I've done a lot of writing. I've done a lot of work. At, you know, my, my son was at University of Melbourne. I've got three teenage sons. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest was at Ormond College at University of Melbourne. He's come back, uh, you know, and so I got, you know, it's probably the last time we'll have that family yeah. unit like that. So savoring some of those things, you can come up with the useful beliefs. And, uh, but yeah. The one thing I'm really working on with people today, though, in, especially in real estate, is everyone's dealt with this time differently. And, and some people have been more effective than others, yeah. right? Some people really have worked. What I really want to get across, though, to the people that may not have is because I think this has been epic proportion unbelievable, crazy stuff. And if you were a person who goes, I really didn't do that good of a job, all right, then I, I think it's draw the line in the sand today. Let's not beat ourselves up about, okay, guilt or shame or any of those things. But I think instead drawing the line in the sand today and go, you know what? Okay, fine. This was a hard thing for agents. This is a hard, a lot of agents have gone down in terms of their money. A lot of agents are, you know, down in terms of their transactions. A lot of agents are down in terms of their motivation and their mental wellness and their mental health. And all those things are such a huge part of what I do. And to make sure that whatever happened for you to, up till today, right? You had a reason why you didn't maybe bounce back as quickly as you could have. And you, it's okay you felt sad and it's okay you felt down. You're not alone in that. And that to draw a line now and go, bang, all right, what are we going to do now? And let's, you know, this is day one. And because this is so impressive. Now, there are others of people listening go, I nailed it, Chris. I ran my database. I did a great job. I stayed fit. I lost 10 pounds. And good, congratulations. Also for you, day one, bang. So uh, this is a, a perfect time to really line up and, and, and get the team together. And, and let's get a fresh start. And it was so exciting. I did escape. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I, I, did, I, I did get out of Victoria. You did escape because you were planning on coming into Sydney in a couple of weeks. But then when all of this hit, you literally just packed up your bags and ran, didn't you? I literally came early and I... Um, <laughs> earlier than I planned. And I, 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 I did literally get the uh, message and I was on a plane. So yeah. I was on a plane that day. Yeah. I'm still a little bit in limbo getting everything set up, but um, I was in Sydney a few weeks ago and I, you know, so great just to, you know, I did a series of live real estate trainings um, and the group sizes range from six to probably about 30. And it was just fun. You know, it, like even the small office to get back in front of people and the intimacy yeah. that goes with that. And the truth is I, I probably had gotten to a place. I wasn't doing very much of that anymore. No, I was about to say that to you because your fees, um, as someone who books speakers, and I know that you always look after us with the rates anyway. However, your fees, they, they're quite expensive. So normally yeah. a, a single office can't afford you. But at the moment you need to, fill your time in Sydney, right? Uh, hey, what a beautiful segue, Leanne. I'm, oh, look, so here's the thing. I've got a big tour in Queensland, which is, which is coming up in August. So I'm actually here for a period of time. So I'll be here until the 25th, I think. Okay. And so for the next, so next week and the week after, I've got some spaces available. I've got some bookings as well, but I've got some spaces. And I, I'm really working within the confines of office budgets at the moment. I can give you sort of a round figure about what we're doing, but I'm not so worried about the money side right now. I'm, I'm excited to go to people's office and, and get in there and uh, get some ideas across and, and you know, help people. So with, with you guys, if, if, if there's an office that needs a kickstart, a, a, a injection start, of Chris Helder energy, a, a little bit of Chris Helder energy, uh, then uh, send me a message on chriselder.com on 
you know, I'm sure we can organize while I'm in Sydney the next two weeks to uh, yeah. do this because I've got a bit of, well, I am, I, I'm beach running every morning. Um, and, uh, you know, let's see, the next few days, I'm, I'm, I'm Bondi to Coogee uh, in the afternoon, just want to, on a walk, so uh, I'm yeah. taking in some time. But because this wasn't planned, it is uh, there is some time available. So I would okay. love to help you out if I can. Yeah, awesome. I will reach out to all of my Lang and Simmons people, um, cool. and of course, this podcast goes a little bit well, a lot wider than Lang and Simmons. So anybody who's watching, um, please reach out to Chris. No matter what industry you're in, he is an awesome speaker in person. I mean, you can see the energy coming straight at me from Zoom as well. It's so cool, Leanne. I have to say, um, I've had so many amazing Zoom conferences that I've been a part of. I, I did Prudential in China. I did the National wow. Hockey League Conference in Canada. And like, it's so cool. Like the feedback has been, Chris, like most Zoom conferences are so boring. Like, you know, you'd be able to bring energy through the mm -hmm. Zoom. So that, yeah. it's been nice to get that feedback as well. But, um, and uh, just as you're <laughs> just thinking about it, your network does go broad, uh, Leanne. Yeah. And, um, so I will be in Queensland. Um, yeah. I'm doing a tour. I'll be in Queensland probably for most of August. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So starting the 27th or something, I'll be. So okay. I've got so a, you've I've got, got a whole series. Yeah. I've got a tour locked in. So I'm. So anybody listening, so I'm, I know next month I'm in Cairns at one point. I'm in Rockhampton. I'm in Townsville. I'm in uh, Brisbane, Sunshine, Gold Coast. So. Um, Fantastic. And so their events, are they just public agent uh, events for agents that you're putting on? Or you They're not actually. Believe it or not, I got a big road show with a technology company. Oh, so okay. Be, uh, a little different again, but I'll be certainly available to talk to agents. Oh, perfect. Out. All right. Well, I'll, um, I'll let my contacts up there know as well. So just one thing before I let you go, I know obviously everything's back in lockdown in, in Melbourne. I've had a lot of people saying to me, Oh my God, Leanne, do you think that, that we're gonna it's going to get worse in Sydney and we're going to be in lockdown again? And then of course I hear on the radio um, on the TV the promotion for the news tonight is the voiceover. Melbourne in lockdown. Is Sydney next? Yeah. What would you say to people that are starting to freak out in Sydney that that maybe it is next for us as well? Wow. And, and you know, again, I think it is one day at a time right now. And I think there, nobody's got the crystal ball. So I think, you know, looking at today, right? It's like, I didn't expect it should be in Sydney today. And yeah. you go, okay, <clears throat> I didn't expect that last week. But, you know, I think right now it is one day at a time. I think we have to be very careful about what we're consuming and what yes. we're listening to. And just to make sure we're not in a situation where we are in panic mode all day long. Um, yep. Get the headlines, know what's going on. And then, you know, what, what make a plan accordingly. I think um, I feel... Like it is a weird time. Like I've got, you know, obviously my family's in lockdown starting today for the next 42 days. That's a little claustrophobic. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're I mean, probably glad to see the back of you. They, oh, can you imagine being, well, they've been oh, housebound with me for three and a half months. So they were like, I oh, can't oh. imagine. <laughs> get out, get out. Uh, but uh, no, it's, look, I think a lot of people in Melbourne right now are, are a little frightened and I think yeah. they're, you know, it is a, a, a useful belief time in that I think, you know, we, there are only so many things we can control and uh, stimulus hits us. And the one thing I, I, I suppose that might be useful on this is, you know, we get hit with stimulus, all the stimulus, and then we now have choice in how we're going to respond to it, right? Mm -hmm. And if we move into panic... So, you know, is Sydney next, right? Stimulus. And then we move into panic. What happens is our brain goes into something called chaos thinking. Mm -hmm. And when we're in chaos thinking, 
we make all sorts of stupid decisions. We're not clear about what's going on and, uh, uh, you know, with no clarity at all, you know, we're, we're not effective and productive in that side. So again, it, stimulus is Sydney next, right? Instead, stop, <sighs> be conscious. And that's my real message to people. Just mm-hmm. be conscious and think to yourself, what's the most useful response to the situation that I'm dealing with now? And, and that leaves you to uh, not positive and negative thinking, but it leads you to useful thinking. And I always say positive and negative thinking are not useful, right, overall, and useful thinking, right? Getting to a place where you're going, that's pragmatic, that's practical, that's results-driven. So, you know, again, just all that is is about being conscious. Um, I was talking to someone from Channel 7. It was that Daily Edition show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the woman's like, um, Chris, how long does it take to actually get your brain uh, into useful belief? And I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, (laughs) it doesn't take any time. It's just about being conscious, you know, and and Mm -hmm. it is... It is just that moment to go, okay, how am I going to respond to this situation? And also, I think checking yourself when you start going, oh, my God, what's going to happen if, 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 if. If. Yeah, don't focus on what you don't know. You can't control it. Catch yourself. Bring yourself back. That's it. And and try and be useful. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean we don't prepare for possibility. We do. Um, But at the same time, we, you know, thinking about that, being conscious about it, being practical about it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, everybody. I know I don't usually promote people on Courageous Conversations. That's not what the podcast is all about. But just Uh, this once, if you you do, um, yeah, if you have got any time in your next couple of weeks and need some training and some inspiration from this man, just reach out. He would love to be there. Well, it's one of those funny, funny things that it was just sort of not planned. And then this opportunity... So I appreciate you having me on, and you know, absolutely, um, it doesn't normally go like this. So that's this is cool. That's, so, yeah, that's the way it rolls. So great to see you, Chris. Thanks so much for taking the time. Awesome. Thanks, Leanne. See you later. Bye bye.